The scripture tonight is from the Psalms. The theme of the message tonight, testimonies to God's church. And I want to just speak briefly about my own testimony of the Lord's church. It's wonderful to be a Christian. It's wonderful to be God's child. This morning in the service, the choir began the service with this beautiful song. The church is one foundation as Jesus Christ, her Lord. She is his new creation by water and the word. From heaven he came and sought her to be his holy bride. With his own blood he bought her, and for her life he died. Elect from every nation, yet one o'er all the earth. Her charter of salvation, one Lord, one faith, one birth. One holy name she blesses, partakes one holy food, and to one hope she presses with every grace endued. Mid toil and tribulation and tumult of her war, she waits the consummation of peace forevermore, till with a vision glorious her longing eyes are blessed, and the great church victorious shall be the church at rest. Yet she on earth hath union with God the three in one, and mystic sweet communion with those whose rest is one. O happy ones and holy, Lord, give us grace that we, like them, the meek and lowly, on highway may dwell with thee. You just think how glorious it is to be part of God's church. The church of Jesus Christ was bought by him at Calvary. The passage we read this morning in the scriptures, upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The church was founded by Jesus. It was commissioned by Jesus in Matthew 28, go ye into all the world and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. It was empowered by Jesus when he said, ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, in all Judea, in Samaria, and under the uttermost parts of the earth. When will that happen? When the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Then you shall be witnesses. This is repeated over and over again in the scripture. And in 2 Corinthians 5.20, the apostle Paul said, Now then we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's dead be reconciled to God. The scripture that Brother Eric read a little while ago from Psalm 26 is a bragging on the Lord. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter, our tongue with singing. Then said they among the heathen, The Lord hath done great things for them. The Lord hath done great things for us, whereof we are glad. And in Psalm 20, 122, verse 1, I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. Isn't it good to be in God's house? These testimonies today, this morning and tonight about the church have been a blessing to all of us. And you just think what a joy it is to know the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to give you seven reasons why I thank God for his church. Number one, 
it was at the church that I heard the Word of God. And in hearing the Word of God, I realized I was lost and I needed Christ. And one Sunday night, there were a lot of people there. In those days, everybody went to church on Sunday night. And I was afraid of the people. I bowed my heart and I said, Lord, I would like to be, be saved, but I'm afraid of the people. And it seemed like Jesus said to me personally, Richard, if you'll take one step in the aisle, I'll go with you the rest of the way. Now, the reason I was able to do that is because I heard the Word of God. The Word of God had plumbed in my heart. And I thank God for the church because it was at the church that I heard the Word of God. And then it was at the church I heard the songs of heaven. Now, they were not mixed with rock songs and rock beats and all that kind of thing. We sang great songs like, There's a land that is fairer than day, and by faith we can see it afar. We sang songs like, I am resolved no longer to linger, charmed by the world's delight. Things that are higher, things that are nobler, these have allured my sight. And I thank God for the songs that I read about in the Scripture. In Revelation 4 and 5, there are five songs we will meet when we get to heaven. Check it up when you get home tonight. Read Revelation 4 and 5 about the five songs that we sing. One of those is the song of the redeemed. They sang a new song saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive honor and glory and power and praise because thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tribe and tongue and nation. And we shall be kings on the earth and we shall reign with him. Now the songs that we sang and the songs we sing here and the songs we've heard tonight all magnify the glory of Christ. You don't have to divide the beat from the music and from the words, they all go together and they all plummet the depths of the human heart. Thank God for that. Thirdly, I want to thank God that I heard at church the word about forgiveness. Christ receiveth sinful men, even me with all my sin. God forgives and it's at the church that I heard all about forgiveness. We live in a, a world that's sort of strange. It's a dog-eat-dog -dog world. Everybody trying to get ahead of somebody else. But when we come to church, we hear about forgiveness and love and cleansing and putting others ahead of us, ourselves. Thinking more of other people's opinions than our own opinion. It was at church that heard about forgiveness and learned that Christ forgives sinful men. In 1 John chapter 1, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. The truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. No wonder I could say I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I could hardly wait for Sunday to come because there I would hear about heaven. I'd hear the songs of glory. I'd hear about forgiveness. And then fourthly, it was a church I heard how we ought to live, what kind of life we ought to live. In Proverbs 1.10, my son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. That verse still lives on in my memory. One night our pastor preached on that. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. And we learned in that passage that we're not to give in to sin, 
to the worldly crowd. We're not allowed peer pressure to drag us down to doing things we would not do otherwise. And in Titus chapter 2, the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live righteously and soberly and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. This afternoon, Brother Eric brought a great message at at the uh, Colonial Manor. It was on the second coming of Christ. And he repeated over and over again, Jesus is coming. And it was there that I learned at church that I learned about Jesus coming the second time. Christ is coming. And those who are his own will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus shall we ever be with the Lord. It was at church that I heard about the power of God through the Holy Spirit. That the Holy Spirit could lead us into paths of truth. That he would find out the mind of God and give it to us. And find out the mind of our own hearts and give that to God. I learned about the Holy Spirit at church, and I'm thankful for the Lord's church. It was at the Lord's church that I first heard of Malachi 3.10. Bring ye all the tithe into the storehouse, and prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, there shall not be room enough to receive it. We don't hear that anywhere but in the church. Out in the world we hear Buy all you can buy. Go in debt as deep as you can. Get all the things your heart craves, and then you can pay for it later. The Bible tells us just the opposite. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. What do you need? What are the things? Raiment, housing, food, all these things are essentials. God is not going to deprive us of the essentials. But he said, put me first. Do you remember Elijah the prophet went to the, during a time of famine. And he said to the widow woman, they didn't have hardly anything. And they were about to starve. He said, make me a cake first. Now some in reading that think that's a selfish position on the part of the prophet. What he was saying is, you put God first, and the things of God first, and he'll take care of you. And you know what happened to that woman? She had plenty of oil, and plenty of meal, and plenty of food all through the famine, because she put the Lord first. And I learned that at church. I learned to put Jesus first above everything else, him first. Then I learned about heaven. Someday the silver cord will break, and I no more as now shall sing. But oh, the joy when I shall wake within the palace of my king. And over at our church, Brother Bill, they used to play when they ring the golden bells for you and me. That was, became one of my favorite songs. We seldom sing it here, but I appreciate the bell choir playing that tonight. There's a land beyond the river that we call the sweet forever. And we only reach that shore by faith de decree. Faith decree. One by one we'll gain the portals there to dwell with the immortals when they ring the golden bells for you and me. And it was at church that I heard about heaven and how to get there and how wonderful heaven is going to be. Jesus said, I've gone to prepare a place for you. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am there you may be also. And over there, nobody ever gets sick. 
Nobody ever dies. And God himself wipes the tears away from our eyes. I learned all that at church. I'm thankful for the Lord's church. I'm thankful for this church. And then I'm thankful that at church I met some people who are on the way to glory and I had fellowship with them. The first real fellowship I had, you know, I didn't like school when I went to public school. I never did like it. Matter of fact, I wanted to quit. I didn't like school. They cussed and swore and told dirty jokes and all kinds of stuff like that. And at church, I learned that wasn't right. And I had to put up with that. We didn't have a Christian school in Louisville at that time. And uh, I went to the public school. I went to Beachmont. I went to Semple. I went to Brant to uh, Emerson School. I went to Parkland Junior High. I went to Parkland Elementary. I went to DuPont Manual. Went to all those schools. And all through it all, I didn't really have close godly friends who loved the Lord. But I had some friends at church. One of my best friends was Glenn Rhodes. Glenn Rhodes is the father of Mrs. Vaught's granddaughter, grandson, or somebody like that. Anyway, anyway, Glenn Rhodes was one of my best friends. And uh, I knew him. And uh, we used to walk home from school together. And we'd talk about the things of God. I was 14, 15, 16, 17 along at that time. And uh, we talked about the things of God. Where did I learn that? Not at school. I learned it at church. My best friends were those who went to church. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you, I love the church because of the fellowship we have with God's people. You're the greatest people in all the world to my heart. And I love you. And I thank God for the honor of serving as your pastor. And when these people gave their testimonies tonight, I thought, isn't it wonderful to be part of a church, a church where Jesus is honored and where the people of God know how to live and honor Christ and where we sing the great songs of heaven and where we hear the word of God and where we have fellowship with God's people. Now, if there's anyone here tonight who does not know the Lord's church, you do not know Jesus as your Savior. I want to invite you to get into God's fellowship. The greatest way to have life and to have real joy in life is to be part of God's fellowship. To enter God's fellowship is entered by faith. Faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, putting your trust in Him and asking Him to cleanse you from sin, forgive your sin, and letting Him teach you how to walk with God and how to live for God and how to serve the Lord. And I'll tell you, there's nothing, nothing greater than that. Let's bow together in prayer. Our Father, we thank you for the Lord's church. All of us here can say, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Our testimonies are faithful to you, Lord. We thank you for the church that Jesus died for and loved and gave himself for and invites us to serve him through. We thank you that one day the church will be ransomed and raptured and taken home to be with God. And over there, we'll sing those great songs again. And we'll think of Lloyd singing, The Sun's Coming Up in the Morning. And we'll remember all the beautiful songs that Chris has sung, and the beautiful pictures that Brother Johnny has presented. 
and the way the quartet sang, and the choir reminded us of the glory of God. And we just praise you and thank you for the Lord's church. Now, Lord, guide our church. Guide us even tonight to thank you for being part of God's fellowship, the Lord's church. Thank you for the beautiful bells that reminded us of heaven tonight. We thank you and love you and praise you. And Father, we ask that if there's one person here who is without Jesus, that this will be a night of victory. In Christ's name, amen. Let's stand, please. Number 500, yes. pass me not, O gentle Savior, hear my humble cry. While on others thou art calling, do not pass me by. This is God's invitation tonight. If the Holy Spirit has spoken to your heart about any matter, it may mean a closer walk with Christ. It may mean getting out of the periphery and coming into the center, the hub in the middle of the wheel. It may mean recognizing that you've never really been saved, but you want Christ as your Savior. Or it may mean you need to be part of God's church. It's a wonderful privilege to be part of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. While we sing, you do what God tells you to do. God bless you.